Patreon is where you can find us if you want to support the brand and our creative endeavors. On this week's episode of the Raised by Sports podcast, we talk about what everybody else is talking about. Antonio Brown. Was it his fault? Was it Bruce Arians' fault? Should we blame Tom Brady? We also give our predictions on the Week 18 NFL slate we got coming up this weekend. And do we really give a damn that it was Big Ben's last game in Heinz Field? Sit back, relax, let's start the show. Hey, B. Man, I've been sitting back waiting for the moment, man, to see you run down the field again, brother. I told you from day one, this was going to be a tough move. You made it. You have came through the fire. Be ready to see the light. I. Because the prayer is ready for you to be back. I'm from the pit, not the palace. I'm kind of stylish. We are the Raised by Sports Podcast, your favorite black podcast, your favorite black sports podcast, and your favorite black podcast. Um, I'm, my name's Andre. Uh, this week, it's only three of us again, but it's not the three that you'd expect. Calvin mm. is with the white man, you know what I'm saying? Shackles. <laughs> uh, prayers to Calvin. Jalen, um, I don't know. His wife is in labor. Or something. I don't know. This nigga was he like, "Yo, this nigga said, yo, I got a, I got an emergency." Uh, so we kicking it with Yay and an old friend of the show, uh, Josh Jonan on Stupid Hoes, uh, our resident New Yorkian, um, our resident Giants fan, Knicks. Oh, you're not a Knicks fan, are you? I'm a, I'm a closeted Knicks fan. Okay, facts. Okay, but you're yeah. a, you're a Miami Heat fan. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah. That. Miami okay. Heat first. Yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's 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 a um. A modified big three this week. Um, we're just going to jump right into it, man. We got a lot to talk about this week. Probably won't hit on a whole bunch of basketball stuff. You know, the NBA is here for another three months. We got a long time to talk about that shit. Shout out uh, Joel Embiid, uh, triple-double the other night. The, I'm yes, just thinking sir. of all, like, the basketball headlines on my mind right now. Uh, shout John out Trey, Morant been going crazy. Shout out Trey Young dropping the most pointless 56-point game of all time. <laughs> Um, rest in peace, Anthony Simon's grandfather. He had uh, his he he did his best Chris Paul impression. Everybody remembers when Chris Paul was in high school. His grandfather died at the age of sixty three, and he said, "I'm about to go do some real nigga shit and drop sixty three for my grandfather." And he dropped his grandfather died two nights ago. He dropped forty one nine threes last night, the day after his grandfather died. Um, the Houston Rockets are about to have to rebuild their rebuild. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. And Christian Wood got into a verbal altercation with uh, assistant coach John Lucas. I don't remember which night it was. I think it might have been Friday. Uh, but they got it. They were they were getting beat. They got into a verbal altercation. John Lucas basically said, y'all playing like some bitches. Christian Wood uh, was then benched for the rest of the second half. And Kevin Porter Jr. left the stadium in the middle of the game. Left Whoa. the stadium, my nigga. You got <laughs> you're trying to rebuild. You got guards leaving the stadium, and John Wall is begging to play. So uh, the Lakers, 19-19. Uh, the Warriors are still good. Uh, Kyrie plays tomorrow. Fuck all that. Speaking of leaving stadiums, <laughs> Antonio yes, Brown. You know, you know we had to go, man. Um, Antonio, I'm, I'm glad we recorded on a Tuesday, bro, because had we recorded yesterday or Sunday when it happened, we probably would have ended up overreacting or underreacting to something because all of the news really didn't come out till I'd say last night or <sighs> mid-afternoon yesterday, to be honest. Um, but Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the New York football Jets on um, Sunday. 
Uh, the Jets were winning. I think it was like 24 to fucking 10 at one point. Um, mm-hmm. But that wasn't the high. That You think that would be the highlight. Super Bowl champions about to lose to Zach Wilson. But it wasn't. Um, in the middle, do y'all remember which quarter it was? I don't know what quarter it was. Was it the third it was quarter? The third. It was the third quarter. And Antonio Brown is being seen from a sideline view. And not a verbal altercation, but like an impassioned conversation with mike evans and you ever yeah you, you ever been in the club or some shit with your drunk homie and he about to fight somebody or he going off with someone about to get into <laughs> some shit and you and you have to risk him throwing hands at you inadvertently to get yes. to your homie that's what was happening with mike evans and Antonio brown Antonio brown takes off his uh, takes off his pads his jersey his his gloves his t-shirt throws to the crowd and then goes and pumps up the audience in the end zone while the game is still going on and the initial reactions was that hey Antonio brown is off the fucking deep end again like he was in oakland like he was in new england like he was in pittsburgh and then things come out that apparently bruce arians had asked him to go into the game he said that his ankle wasn't a hundred percent he didn't feel that he was healthy enough to go into the game there are some people speculating that the tampa Bay buccaneers were trying to freeze him out from the couple million dollars that he could have been owed had he gotten 55 more yards eight more receptions another touchdown as contract incentive bonuses um a lot a lot going on there's some speculation that the bucks were kind of fed up with them because of the whole vaccination status thing the fake vaccine card and then they felt like he was playing down his injury and now antonio brown technically the bucks have not released him yet he is still on their roster the the uh release wire came out today and he's still claimed by the bucks uh what I don't even know what to ask y'all. What do you, what do you, what do y'all think about Antonio Brown? What what where is this whole situation taking you? And whose side are you on? I'm Team AB. Uh, super. I'm Gremlin. Team AB. Super Gremlin. Super Gremlin. <laughs> super super Gremlin. Gremlin. Um, the way he reacted to it obviously wasn't wasn't great at all. I don't necessarily agree with you know taking your pads off, doing all that. Um, but when he reacted to the way he reacted. I always, I felt the initially like the way you know when you saw the sideline video of him like talking about Evans all that. I thought that someone may have said something to him that made him react like that. Like it wasn't just a spur of the moment. Like something really happened. Um, and I think Bruce Arians just kind of wanted to get rid of him. I think they were frustrated with you know the rehab stuff. Then obviously the fake vaccine card and all that stuff. And Bruce Arians never really wanted him there. Tom just wanted him there, so Tom's he kind of had it. He kind of had to deal with it at that point, but Arians was with him in Pittsburgh, so Arians already doesn't like him. And um, I just felt like he knew what buttons to push to get him to go crazy and to get him to essentially self-destruct, which is unfortunate. Jeez, Josh. I actually think somewhat something similar. I think that there's more to the story that like the media is trying to let on. Like I think there's no way people react that way without being triggered. Even people who are like mentally unstable, like you, you still have to like do something you still have to gaslight them in order for them to to react in some in a certain way so i feel like some words were said where like i mean there might have been misunderstanding or some some harsh words must have been said somebody must have gotten emotional but i don't know i just feel like i mean i i feel bad for ab in the sense that like it's sad to have to watch this but at the same time like i mean he's he's a grown man like you know he's choosing to do all these things so like I and mean, I feel like he'll get another chance in the NFL. And I feel like really the only reason they didn't cut him is because they feel like another team would pick him up right now. Because if I was Green Bay, I would pick up <laughs> Antonio Brown right now. 
Speaking of Antonio, speaking of, I was just about to go to that. So we got like, I think third, not third. We had like 17 teams that are still technically in the playoff race. Some teams that have clinched. Nobody's clinched the conference yet. And then we have teams that are in the hunt, like the Saints. Green, Green Bay clinched the conference. Oh, Green Bay clinched the conference. My apologies. Um, but we got teams like the Saints who are in the hunt, the Raiders, the Steelers are still clinging to life, I guess, um, mathematically. Um, but what playoff team right now, you can't say your own, yay. What playoff team do you think would benefit the most from Antonio Brown? Don't say the fucking Rams because they would not benefit the most. Benefit the most? Like what, um, what team could use him? Like what team could genuinely, if we had to do like a, a Antonio Brown lottery, what team do you think like in the NBA, what team would we give the most balls to, to put into the machine? Then I, I mean, as far as benefit the most, I'm going to go with Arizona. Um, the loss of D hop is big for them in their passing game. And I think if you could replace D hop with a guy like Antonio Brown, he would be electric in the offense. So my, my pick would be Arizona. What's wrong with D Hop? Like I can't remember what he hurt. Um I'm about to I'm about to look it up right now. I believe I know it's a lower leg for sure because I saw him on uh I saw him on crutches. Um but he's he's out, I believe, for the season, but I'm not hundred really? percent sure. I didn't know he was uh, out well, for the season. Oh well they said three or four over three or four. Let's see, hang on. Like he missed a yeah, he'll probably return in the postseason, they say. Yeah, but. I'm seeing it. He It's a knee injury that will keep him out the rest of the regular season and deep into January. And, you know, who, know, who knows if that can flare up again or not. And who knows if they'll be playing deep into January. <laughs> exactly. Josh, what playoff team do you think could use Antonio Brown services the most if he was to hit the, the wire tomorrow? Um, I would probably say, uh, I'd probably say Green Bay, like I said. Either them or... um. Or the Titans, I think the, oh, the, I the would sneaky say the team Titans that no one is too. talking about. And yeah. I feel like Ryan Tannehill could use a, a target like that now that Julio Jones is not really Julio Jones anymore. And um, A.J. Brown's kind of been in and out the lineup all year. I feel like they can have something that can like stabilize their offense now that Derrick Henry's getting like you know reacclimated to the to the team. Like I, I heard that he's going to start practicing um, tomorrow. So um, that nigga, I think a yeah, demon. How is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a demon, bro. Uh, what now? What do you think this does to Tampa Bay? They lost Chris Godwin last week to an ACL. Leonard Fournette still on the injured reserve. I think he'll be ready for the playoffs. Maybe um, Mike Evans has been hampered by a hamstring, and we know how hamstrings are. He's been hampered by a hamstring all year. What do you think this means for Tampa Bay if this is the end for Antonio Brown with them? Like. How we we knew they were Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl at least to appear there. But what do you think this does for their their playoff chances? Um, I don't. I mean, I don't think okay. I don't think that AB's done with 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 Tampa Bay. I don't think AB's done with Tampa Bay. I think he. Probably, <laughs> I think he probably. I think he probably sits week eighteen, mm-hmm. and I think he comes back for the first round of the playoffs. Um, them I not releasing him. I think it's very interesting they didn't release him. It, that's that what I'm saying. Crazy. Like at the end of the day, if you were really that fed up with a player, you wouldn't keep him just to keep him away from another team. Like this in the season, like though we're talking about it, none of these teams are going to sign him. Like whatever roster they got right now, they're going in with. They're not going to bring in a player like Antonio Brown. So the fact that they're not releasing him tells me that Tom told them to, yeah, y'all <laughs> need to work that out because I need him because Godwin yeah. is out and we need all hands on deck. So yeah. I think he still plays for him. I, I think it's just very. 
interesting they didn't release him because we've seen that when you're the, at the end of the day, the NFL owners and the GMs and whatnot, they have the cachet to release a player when they want to release him. You know, this is not the same thing. I don't mean to be like disanalogous or anything, but for instance, Henry Ruggs gets into the car crash, does what he does. They, the Raiders had his name cleared from the team roster before I could open both my eyes the next morning. Like, if you yeah. want to release a player, you can release a player. I think it's interesting. Now, I, I think, I don't know if he plays the first week of the playoffs. I don't know about all that. But I, I do think it's intriguing that, you know, he he's still on the roster right now. Because I, I think Bruce Arians probably jumped the gun a little bit saying, is, does Bruce Arians have any say in, like, the front office in terms of, like, uh, <laughs> Team I think president. he has a I think he has a good amount. He's not on like Belichick or like Pete Carroll where like he controls everything, but he got a good amount of say. Okay. Hmm. But hey, he hey, listen, he don't he don't have as much say as 12. 12 yeah. got the most say in the building. I mean, and if we're all being Josh, would you agree? I, I want to say if we're all being objective, they need Antonio Brown for however deep their playoff run ends up being. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, they, they need I mean, it, it, you know. Go ahead, Josh. I mean, they haven't they haven't been playing too well with him with him there so i mean it took them it took them a lot to beat the jets at the end so i mean you can only ask tom brady to be tom brady for so long like i feel like it's kind of like the same thing we're seeing with lebron and the lakers it's like you know although they're great for their age you can only ask for so much from them like you you need you need to surround them with talent that man tom brady threw the ball 50 times on sunday he does that like every game i don't think that is a recipe for success when your quarterback is 44 he's as great as he is we know who tom brady is bro but i don't want him throwing the ball uh, 50 times and then it didn't help ronald jones went down with an injury as well so now we're down two running backs we're down uh uh, all pro wide, we're down two all pro wide receivers technically, uh, because Antonio Brown is that Chris Godwin is all pro caliber, Mike Evans is all pro caliber, and he's not even a hundred percent. Uh, Gronk, who the fuck knows what you're gonna get out of him in terms of consistency being on the field. And you, you know, if my best weapons are Cameron Bray and Scotty Miller, I don't know how far we That's go, tough. go, big dog. Because if, 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 if we got to go to Lambo in January, yeah. and I got to quiet. If I got to get in a shootout with that man tw- uh, with 12 up there, I don't know. And it's not even going to be a shootout because the Green Bay, they, they lock up on defense. So it ain't even going to be no shootout. It's, yeah. it's, it's it going to be Green Bay shooting them. And it might not be a shootout either because you know it's going to be negative 10 degrees. That too. Yeah, because you know Tampa Bay, they went to Lambeau and won last year in the NFC Championship game. But I think this is a different Packers team. But last thing on the Antonio Brown case, uh, you know, it's the question we had to ask yesterday. With all things considered, is A.B. still a Hall of Famer to you? Yeah. Uh, no question. With first ballot. If you yeah. had a vote, what, is he first ballot, Josh? Of course. Absolutely. See, that's, that's all I like. I like it's non- if you say no, that's nonsensical. I'm sorry. I feel like if yeah. you say no, it's like. You kind of why he had like seven <laughs> or eight. He had like seven or eight straight seasons, like a hundred receptions or something like that. Some wild statistic. Nah, like he that. he had he had the the greatest prime of any wide receiver in his in the history of the NFL. I'm looking so I, right. I know he he's super so yeah. Super Bowl champion. That helps his resume most certainly. Right. Four time All Pro, second team, one time second team All Pro, seven Pro Bowls. Who gives a fuck? Uh, led the league in re- uh, receiving yards twice. Led the league in receptions twice. Uh, 12,291 yards, and that number would certainly be higher had he not pretty much wasted the last two and a half, three years, you know. Um, 
But yeah, he had he had six one, two, seasons. three, four, five, yeah, six straight seasons of a hundred catches. And the only reason that that streak stopped is because then all the bullshit started happening with with Oakland and New England mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, you know, and even this year, he he was playing pretty good this year. Seven games, five hundred forty five yards in seven games. You know, definitely was trending towards a, another thousand yards uh, season. But yeah, I definitely think he would be um, first ballot in my mind. I don't think it's going to go that way, unfortunately, because at the end of the day, these are not computers that are voting a Hall of Fame. These are people with feelings and subjective opinions and a lot of political ass white men who are going to say, there, I there it is. I don't like <laughs> I don't like what that boy did. I don't like how that bro. boy fell out of line. <laughs> T.O. T. It took T.O. three tries to get in, bro. And that, they're not. That they're is not, absurd. Three yeah, tries just because of his just because of his stuff. But the and thing bro, is, in hindsight, T.O. didn't even do nothing that bad, bro. Here's the, here's the thing, wow. though. With Michael Irvin, they gave him first ballot. And if you know, Michael Irvin was like, got caught with cocaine multiple multiple times, was fucking with <laughs> prostitutes, all types of shit in the offseason. For real, when they were winning championships. Yeah. So it's like, it's just so hypocritical with them. Um, but AB, a- he's, I mean, I'm, bro, that, that 2018 year, he had 104 catches, 1,300 yards, and 15 touchdowns. Like, he, he was really going crazy. Terrell Owens, bro. I'm just, I'm just on his his Wikipedia right now. That nigga had fifteen thousand nine hundred and thirty four yards, a thousand and seventy eight receptions, and most impressive to me, a hundred and fifty three receiving touchdowns. Six time, five time all, five time first team All Pro. I that that's all I got to hear. In terms of how political the Hall of Fame is, bro. Um, exactly. That's that's all. And like, bro, unless you know what I'm saying? Unless niggas pulling a Chris Benoit or something like that, you feel me? Like, yeah, I think we can really there. There's a line that we can really draw to really keep sh- like the, our, our voting and shit to what did they do on the field? Antonio Brown was the, the arguably the second best, third best, first best receiver of the 2010s, won a Super Bowl. Like, what else do we got to talk about? You know, um, we asked on our story yesterday on Instagram um, if people who, you know, is Antonio Brown a Hall of Famer? Um, right now we are at, oh, it's over now. 61% said yes. Cool. 39% said no. I was really. That's, that's, that's a high percentage. That's a high percentage, right? And yeah. uh, so I'm trying to look at uh, who said no. Because I asked people, like, what's your reasoning? Uh, somebody said, because fuck them. That's why. Sounds like, sounds like a <laughs> must, be a must, must be a Steelers fan. <laughs> must be a Steelers fan. Um, <laughs> K2. K2 said no. He said no, because if they put him in, then they got to put Ocho Cinco in as well. And um, so that, that means I mean, like, get in? I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, I agree. So. I agree that Ocho should get in, but like, they are not comparable. Like, and I love Ocho. Yeah. He, K2, K2 still mad because AB, uh, that's, they, he, uh, remember when he kicked the punter when he was doing the punt return? That was the <laughs> yes. Steelers. I mean, that was the Browns, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody, their comments were pretty much all on, on the same accord with us. Off the field issues shouldn't matter. Um, Jelani's brother, Amadi, said, I'd say Hall of Fame, seven time Pro Bowl, four time All Pro, and a ring. Definitely needs to get a professional emotional evaluation, though. Fair. He does. Can't can't argue there. Um, He does. Yeah, but everybody was pretty much on our side, man. But A.B., 
if this is our last time seeing you on the football field, man, it was a pleasure. Um, you are the most chaotic professional athlete that I've ever gotten the pleasure to watch with my own eyes. If I was about 10 years older, I'd probably throw Dennis Rodman and those guys in the ring, but AB takes the crown for right now. Um, question that I haven't asked on the show before, um, but there's been a lot of debate that I've seen on Twitter, on TikTok, and on Instagram amongst NFL circles about Cooper Cup, right? So Cooper Cup, yeah, you know where this is going. Cooper, or do you? You probably don't. Okay. I, I don't know where it's going. Josh, yeah, you know where it's going? Okay, cool. <laughs> so so here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. One, how are y'all going to respect records now? And this is for anybody, right? So we got an extra game. Tom Brady's about to throw he Tom Brady without the extra game with 16 games, 4,990 yards. Um, you know, he's about to get the 5,000 uh, with, you know, with an extra game. TJ Watt, even though he's only played 12 games, but you know where I'm going. TJ Watt could break this all time sack season record this week with the extra game. Cooper Cup could break Calvin Johnson's record next week. Right. So Cooper Cup's at 1,829 yards. A lot of people feel like Cooper Cup is not a top five receiver in the NFL or maybe not even top 10 because of how he plays. He plays a lot in the slot. A lot of times he doesn't line up on the outside. A lot of times he's not being guarded by the best, you know, corner on or the best DB on the field. Um, and, and defenses are playing five, 10 yards off of him, which allows him to get a lot of open breaks, a lot of open routes. And then he's very good after the catch. What say y'all? So I'm just confused on how that's his fault. Like, that. I, 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 it's not my opinion. It's not my opinion. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, I get what they're where they're coming from, but like, that's not his fault. Like, if if defenses know how to stop him, then you should be putting your best corner on him and sticking him up on the line, getting a hand to his chest every time the ball snaps. And if that's just how you feel, like that's how you should stop him. Then I feel like it would be a blueprint that could that like you teams would do it more often. Like they they don't yeah. want Cooper Cup catching the ball for 160 yards on them, obviously. So I don't I don't really think that's the case. Like I mean, I don't I don't really respect the new records as much because it's taking this extra game for them. Like I feel like they're gonna have to stat pad to even get these to even break these records, which shows how easy or which shows how much harder it was. Maybe other than TJ, because that's ridiculous. Like twenty sacks in twelve games. He, yeah, he only he played some, TJ. I, I'll give TJ a pass because yeah. 20, 21 and a half in twelve games is I think we can we the, the defense player of the year award is 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 shut open and closed now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, th I think so. But outside of that, I just feel like if if it was so easy to stop Cooper Cup, teams would do it. So I, I got a lot of respect it. for him personally. Yeah. So is he top five, top ten to you? What is he? Top five right now, yeah. I say he's like top three right now, honestly. Like you have to you have to take into account injuries. Like you can't not consider that. The best ability is availability. So can't look at DeAndre Hopkins the same right now. He's barely played, and when he has, he's not been himself. So he's Fair not enough. top five right now. Yeah, what say you? Um, I get where people are coming from. However, when you watch Cooper Cup and you look at his attention to detail, when you look at his route running, um, when you look at his quickness, when you look at his hands, all that shit goes out the window. Um, you could make that argument with guys like Wes Welker, um, you know, maybe Julian Edelman over the, uh, even though he was never putting up crazy numbers. Um, but with Cooper cup, I mean, he gets it done on the outside too. Like he he'll step out to the outside and route up a corner as well. It's just primarily in the offense and the scheme he's in the slot. Um, but to be able to put up the numbers that he's putting up, I mean, 
138 catches, 1,800 yards. <laughs> like, it, it just becomes to a point where it's like, all right, bro, the number's like, I don't give a fuck if he's lined up in the backfield. Like, this is impressive. <laughs> like, it's impressive. And so I think he's top, I, I think he's top five um, right now. I think, you know, he's – I don't think he's in that, like, elite class with, like, Devontae Adams, um, Stefan Diggs, probably only them two right now as far as in that elite class because D-Hop kind of has been falling you, off a little bit. Would you put Justin Jefferson up there? I'll put Justin Jefferson in there. I, 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 put, I, put, I put Coop and Jefferson in around the same – in, in the same tier because um, I haven't seen – if, if I'm not mistaken, Justin Jefferson didn't he didn't go crazy against Jalen Ramsey in this matchup just a few a few weeks ago. Um, so I haven't seen Justin Jefferson like really go at a number a, a great corner and go to work on him. Um, that's something I've seen Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs do plenty of times. So I don't think he's in that elite status, but he's close to it. But Cooper Cub, you got to respect it. And even before this year. I mean, he was getting you 90 catches and a thousand yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was still very productive. Um, so I, I I get what people are saying, but I don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Ramsey was guarding Jefferson the whole time. Um, because I don't think he would have did this against Ramsey. Against the Rams, he went eight for one sixteen, no touchdowns though. Yeah, um, he definitely would have done that against Ramsey. I don't think he <laughs> Ramsey was guarding the whole time. Um, but yeah, I think, and this also speaks to just how fucking special Calvin Johnson was, man. Um, for sure. Oh, I, think, yes. I think I think he might be able to challenge. Um your assertion that AB had the best prime of all times. I think Calvin might, might, uh, he, he didn't catch as many passes as AB, but 122 for 1964. I'm surprised he didn't catch more touchdowns. He only caught five touchdowns that season. That's really interesting. Um, but yeah, man, fuck the, fuck the lions for taking him away from us, bro. Cause I don't know how much longer he wouldn't be able to go because he was a big body. And I know he was taking hits. I know he was taking crazy hits on the regular. Bro. And that, that's probably why he, you know, shout and out to losing. him. Yeah, and losing. And getting, not losing, getting his ass beat. They were getting fucked and, up. And <laughs> they were getting fucked up, nigga. And, and them just being a trash org. Because remember, they were they asked for their money back yeah. after he retired. Gosh, you just don't crazy. Know, that's crazy as fuck, yeah. bro. And, yeah, and, bro. And, and, and in his second season, they went 0-16. So I know Calvin was like, hey, yo, I don't know how much longer I can stay around. And then when they went 0-16, he still went crazy. 78, 13, 31, 12 touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Calvin Johnson. I hope he's healthy. Um, like Marshawn Lynch said, Calvin, hey, protect your, protect your head, protect your chicken, man. Um, Straight up. Last, last thing, uh, real quick, touching the NFL week. Uh Big Ben, if we give a fuck, played his last game at Heinz Field. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, last bro. Night. I did. I did not care at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even. I, I ain't even. I, I totally forgot there was a Monday Night Football game on last night. Yeah, I did not watch it. And it, it just seems so forced. Then I'm seeing all these. Then I'm seeing Rail and all the Steelers fans. Thank you, Seven. All this. I was like, wait, bro, so y'all actually like, rock with hey, Big Ben? Like, hey, hey, hey. One thing, hey, bro. One thing I did see that I had to fucking nip in the bud, bro. Niggas was talking foul on Mike Tomlin's name. And I was hey, like, hey, yo. Why? But so here's, here, here's the narrative. Here's the narrative, Josh. It was going around on Twitter. So Mike Tomlin. Uh -huh. This is his 15th season as a coach, right? He has not had a losing record, although he has gone. Last night, he clinched a winning record because at worst, they will go eight, 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 eight and one. Yeah, eight, eight and one. So at worst, right? right. Um, 
But in 15 seasons, he's gone. He's he went eight and eight three times. But every other time, nine and seven, had a couple nine and sevens, 12 and four, 10 and six, 11 and five. Right. So mm-hmm. only coach in NFL history to start 15 straight. And a lot of motherfuckers don't make it 15 seasons, but only right. especially in one place. Only coach to start his first 15 seasons without a losing record has Two Super Bowl, one Super Bowl ring. Um, they yeah. beat they beat the Cardinals. Um, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, he won that Super Bowl with Bill Cowher's guys. Those weren't his guys. He won." Oh, Jessica, what what's, what what good is it if you're winning games in the regular season and we're not winning in the postseason? Like niggas was talking foul on Mike Tomlin, and I'm like, "Bitch, give <laughs> me Mike Tomlin. Bring my team, Mike Tomlin, nigga. What?" Yeah. That nigga's a hard, that nigga's stamped first ballot Hall of Famer, bro. Like the Steelers have the Steelers are, I would say, are other than the New England Patriots, the Rooney family is the most stable and consistent ownership family, probably in all of sports, my nigga. Since 1969, the year my mother was born, the Steelers have had three head coach, three head coaches. Mike Tomlin, uh, Bill Cowher, Bill Cowher, and then um Chuck Knoll, angry Chuck Knoll. They've had three head coaches, my nigga. Three. And legendary teams. They ran the 70s, ran the 80s, kind of. Uh, you know, and then got two chips in the 2000s, bro. Like, so I'm, I, I don't know, bro. I don't like all that rhetoric. Like, if you're going to sit here and praise Big Ben, if we want to have some underachieving conversations, we can. If we want to have those conversations, just, we can. Yes, sir. I just, find it, I just find it to watch throw the ball 40 times for 113 yards. Like, I just. It's hard to watch. Like, yeah, like if we, if if we want to keep it a stack, like uh, a good, a big reason why Mike Tomlin hasn't had more playoff success is because of the quarterback position. If we just keep it at a stack, um, because I remember, I, I remember vividly in that Steelers versus Jags uh, playoff game where the Jags went to AFC Championship. Their offense was a Big Ben turned over the ball like two or three times in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. Jacksonville. And he, he got outplayed by Joe Flacco a few times in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Peyton, Peyton and Tom always had his number two. So, like, if we want to go there, we can go there. Uh, but Mike Tomlin, he's, he's a goat in his own right. Um, you know, he'll be there as long as he wants to be there. Um, I'm happy that, you know, Big Ben is getting on up out of there. Hopefully they can get a solid um, quarterback in there because, uh, you know, they always don't have a defense. Um, so hopefully they can get a solid quarterback in there because they, they're they a quarterback away. They got some weapons. They got a great defense. You know Tomlin going to coach his ass off. So they got a good situation for a quarterback. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Great running back as well. Uh, shout out Najee Harris. Uh, broke Franco uh, Harris. Franco Harris's uh, rookie rushing record for the Steelers last night. Um, he's at like eleven hundred something yards now because he broke off a monstrous dagger run. It was like a Mike Breen bang in the NFL running format. Um, just completely ripped out the heart of the Browns. Speaking of the Browns. Um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield is ass. That's all I gotta yeah. say about him. Uh, the 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 I've never seen in all my years a defensive line have one quarterback in sheer hell. Uh, they sacked Baker Mayfield nine times last night. Four of those being from um, uh, uh, Traverius uh, Jefferson Watts. Um, they sacked <laughs> the fuck out that nigga. Um, at one point, he started the game one for 10 uh, with an interception and about 45 yards. He had over, I think, five 
plus passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. Uh, it was. Easy. Oh wait, no, Dre. He started zero for ten. Oh, for t- oh wow, yeah. Um, or I, maybe he had ten straight completions. He he, he had was ten, one of the he two. Had a, yeah, he had ten straight incompletions. I yeah, incompletions. The, I watched the game next to my diehard, lifelong Cleveland-born, Cleveland Browns fan of a father. Um, and it, that nigga, he his hair was graying more and more as the game went on. He was so every play, get this motherfucker Baker out of here. <laughs> like, it, like so. If y'all, so the uh, uh, Kevin Stefanski has also come out and said Baker Mayfield, who I guess is still nursing oh yeah he's nursing his um his left shoulder um and then tried to be big dog last night when the game was already out of hand scrambled to the to the left uh sideline and then tried to ram his shoulder into a browns db like what the fuck are you doing rammed his injured shoulder into a db trying to play tough guy so kevin fancy said baker's not playing next sunday or this sunday um against the ravens i think um if you are the browns it's time we pay Baker, we franchise him, or we hope that Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, that's about it, or Deshaun Watson, if, you know, asterisks there, if they want to live in Cleveland. Um, <laughs> what do you do if you're the Browns GM? It, you, you did, you, you, you let the fourth year play out. You were, he regressed, he got hurt, he showed you nothing. What do you do? I mean, you kind of stuck with him. Uh, I mean, there's not really many better options. I've been saying it for a while. I think what's going to happen is a Baker for Kirk Cousins swap. Um, I think I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I can just it just see it just seems like that's what's going to happen. Stefanski came from uh, Minnesota. They're going to be looking to move out Baker. I could just see it happening. Um, But I mean, there's not (laughs) which is is a disgusting trade. But um, I mean, there's not really many. I mean, who do you go after? You go after when Jameis Winston off the ACL if he wants to go there. Um, You know, you go after maybe Tyler Huntley, probably Ravens probably won't trade him within the division. Uh, Maybe you could take Gardner Minshew from us like you you just stuck with a lot of like just kind of okay options. You might as well just stick it out with Baker and then let him walk after after next year. Uh, you, you think they should franchise him? Or do they have a fifth? They picked up his fifth year, didn't they? They picked up his fifth year. Gotcha. Okay. Josh, would, would, if you're the Browns GM, you got to make a decision. What do you do? Um, I think i give him the franchise tag just, just for that one year. And he has his fifth-year option. He has his fifth-year option. Yeah. Yeah, we get to the fifth-year option. And then because I still, like, still want to see what he has left because – because Baker is kind of like on that line between like average and good. Like we, like I feel like he's a little bit above average, but I wouldn't really call him a good quarterback either. Because I, I mean, I will take his his injury serious, but he has been playing terribly despite that. Like, I mean, if you're healthy enough to play, you got to play better than that. Like, but I feel like he's you can give him the franchise and assess your quarterback situation after that because that that gives you two full years to to figure out um, what you want to do with your future. And to assess Baker, so I, I would give him that extra franchise. Yeah, that Kirk Cousins for Baker trade would give me diarrhea. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you, they going, they going to end up doing it, bro. For whatever reason, they're going to end up Yo. doing it. You know what Colin Cowherd said today? This is going completely off topic. He said Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins that we like. 
He said yes. Dak Prescott is a likable Kirk. Nah, Cousins. like, nah, like, <laughs> yes, yes, bro, bro. Dak is not that good, bro. He's he just gets high. Great weapon. He has great weapons, and he plays for the biggest market. I mean, not market, but the he biggest, plays for the biggest team in the world. Yeah, like, and he was, and he was a fourth round draft pick. So, like, we don't. Expect so you got that the little underdog, yeah. but Dak, Dak ain't that good, bro. I hope he's not. He's, he's, he's not that guy. He's not that guy, no. yeah. Nah. Hey, right, yeah, you don't want the you want the Bucks in the playoffs right about now. Hey, I'd take whoever, bro. I like our chance against all three of them boys, man. I were hey, Rams Josh, included. Josh, uh uh Ye said the Eagle, he won Dallas. He won Dallas in the first round. Nah, Dallas defense too good. They're gonna eat yeah. y'all up. Cause they're gonna take yeah. away that run and mess up for y'all. Because Jalen Hurts ain't going to get it done through the air. I don't think he's going to win the game as a passer. As a runner, yeah. Not as a passer. Okay. All right. All right. I hope we see him. I hope we see him. Hey, yeah, but, done, but, but, I want to see it, though. I, I, don't, I don't really have a dog in that fight. Because I hope let's, both of y'all. Let's do. not, um, let's, let's not jump. Let's not jump to conclusions. You know, just yet. The Eagles still got to handle business. This no, Sunday. we don't. Oh, yeah. oh no, shit, we, y'all clinched. My fault. We clinched. My apologies, Because the, Vi- the Vikings lost. Let we me clinched. not we let, in me, there. let me not talk to you like you one of them, bro. My fault. Yeah, bro. no, bro. We <laughs> in there. We in there. We good. <laughs> let, me, let me not talk re- to you. We, we resting our starters week 18, So let's, let's go through um, some uh, playoff uh, picture. Is this for the AFC? This is for the AFC. Um, so right now, we have five teams that are clinched. Um, the Bengals have clinched the AFC North. Who the fuck saw that coming? Um, Kansas City has clinched the AFC West. We absolutely saw that coming. Tennessee has clinched the AFC South. And the Buffalo Bills have clinched the playoff berth. And the Patriots have clinched the playoff berth. Who would have thought, bro, that Bill Belichick would have Mac Jones and this team pretty much on the verge of possibly clinching a playoff berth? Not only a playoff berth, but the AFC East as well. Um, Shout out. Uh, it, it, are, yeah, are you changing your coach of the year pick, or are you staying with Flo? I think did you you had Flores, didn't you? I did, but you know that that that, that, that two a bug, that two a bug, man. He, he hey. shitted the bed against the Titans. Is it time? Is it time? Oh yeah, it's time to get Deshaun in there. It's time to get Deshaun. Yeah, well, this, not this. only is time to get Deshaun, but is it time? Are you definitively saying it's time to move on from Tua? A hundred percent. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say 100%. It's, it's time to get rid of it because you got to get rid of him sooner rather than later. Um, and he's just he's just not that guy. He, he's not that guy. Yeah, you have Brian. So I want I want to see if after week 16, you're and Josh, I want to get yours as well. I want to see if after week 16, you still have the same NFL award predictions. So you had mm-hmm. Tom Brady MVP. You, you no, I'm sticking Aaron with Rogers. that. What now? Oh, I, 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 I had I know you can go too, but I had Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. What, why Aaron Rodgers and not Tom Brady? I just feel like with Tom Brady, like he just has like the more like the pass attempts make like inflate his stats way more. Like I think he just has way more pass attempts, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers is way more efficient of a passer. Um, and so their their team is their team is the number one seed right now. I think it's yeah, they, they, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers has better passer rating. Tom Brady has more yards and touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. has less interceptions. Aaron Rodgers is playing for the hotter team, and they clinch the end. So with all, and they clinch the the, the conference. Yay! What mm-hmm. puts Tom Brady over Rodgers? With all that being said, narrative. Um, I, I just think that what he's doing, forty four 
coming off a Super Bowl, guys in and out of the lineup, defense hobbled, you know, broken down all over the place. I mean, this this dude's about to throw for a 67% completion percentage, 5,000 yards, over 40 touchdowns. Like, I mean, this is it, which is, I think, 40 touchdowns is leading the league, and he's going to lead the league in yards as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I just think that's really insane. I'm not mad at Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's well deserving as well. Personally, I, I just think Tom Brady, given everything considered, is just having a better season. What do you think? <clears throat> what would a now we we already know Tom Brady's the goat. What would another MVP and a ring do for Rodgers in terms of all time narrative? I, don't I think, think the, it would do too much. It, it depends on who you ask. Because, see, like a person like me, I already have Rodgers in my top three. He's three on my list. But for the people who maybe don't want to put him in that tier, would absolutely have to put him in that tier after if he could if he could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think in terms of ability, like we all know how good Aaron Rodgers is. I don't, I don't feel like – I feel yeah. like for – for like his future legacy, like when when it's all about just like on paper because you didn't get to experience it, like type of thing. But like we, everyone who's watched NFL for however long Aaron Rodgers has been in the NFL, we know yeah. what the type of player he is. So I don't think another ring could really do anything. I think it would look nice. I don't think it would look better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You had Cooper Cup, Office Player of the Year. Sticking with it. Sticking with it, Josh. Who you got? I agree. Uh, I mean, honestly, either mm-hmm. either that I wouldn't be mad if Jonathan Taylor got it either. But I wouldn't, either. I, think I wouldn't be mad at either one. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I think defend. Yeah, you had uh, T.J. Watt. You know it. Yeah, uh, we we both called that one, Josh. I'm not going to say what I want to say. What do you because... want? Now you have to say it now. What do you want to say? <laughs> you gonna say some bullshit? White Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Bay man, we we can't deny what he's done. Do we want to have the Trayvon Diggs discussion? Like, no, no, no. He's giving up the most yardage by any corner in the league. Like, I don't even want to hear that. Bro, he was on the he was getting fried by AJ Green on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) AJ Green, he was, he was, he beat him like two or three (laughs) times on deep balls. I think one of them AJ Green dropped, but he caught one of them. But like, come on, bro, I'm not. Okay, Respect what he's doing, but not like not when boy. niggas when niggas want to tell me, well, he has eleven interceptions. Well, that's because fucking quarterbacks that's throwing tough, to that bro. nigga. I think Darrell Revis would have would have would have rattled off a couple eleven interception seasons. I think Jalen Ramsey would get eleven interceptions if niggas threw the ball to him. I think that says more about his hands than anything about his ability, like per se. I feel like that's just one aspect of his game. That and just like. Like ability to break on the ball, like his quickness, like and, and reflexes you know and, and ball skills. He might be getting coached to break on the ball like that, be a ball hawk and whatnot, which is cool because mm-hmm. I mean it's paid off. The Cowboys have the most takeaways of any team in the league of any team's defense. Um, but he used to play wide receiver in high school, I think too. I, I just I, I was shocked before we, coming into Week 17. Um, the defense player of the year odds uh, had him third in front of Miles Garrett and in front of Aaron Donald, um, and had him right behind T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons was leading. Um, I'm glad T.J. Watt kind of shut everybody up last night four sacks said hey bitch fuck you 21 and a half mm-hmm. sacks in 12 games it's fucking ridiculous bro imagine that this nigga played a whole season even 16 games like that's crazy as hell yeah bro. he he would he would have yeah. he would have close to 25 and you know he coming out playing hard maybe, this Sunday maybe close because, to 30 
the 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 Steelers have to win this Sunday. It's very unlikely that they make the playoffs, but um, in order to make the playoffs, the Steelers would have to they would have to beat they would have to win Indian they would have to beat Baltimore Indianapolis loss and then uh oh yeah they, oh actually. It's not very far-fetched. They just got to win, and Indianapolis lose, and the Chargers-Raiders game cannot end in a tie. Yeah. That's not that's not too bad. That's not impossible. I just don't see Trevor Lawrence. I don't see Trevor Lawrence beating Now, the fun Colts. fact, the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. I don't think that matters. I don't think that matters. Because <laughs> them <laughs> niggas stink. Jaguars no. fucking yeah. suck, bro. Because um, Car- Car- <laughs> like, they've had games where Carson Wentz has thrown the ball like 11 times. And they just yeah. feature Jonathan Taylor the entire time. And I think that's going to be what they do on Sunday. Coach yeah, they just, hand- just th- handled business this past week against the Raiders. Go ahead, Josh. Yep. I, think, I think Carson Wentz is going to uh, give away any chance they have with the playoffs. If, yeah. they, if they get the ball to him. Um, yay, quick question, man. Uh, we dropped our power rankings for week 17. We'll going into week 18, whatever. Um, <laughs> we, we were the, the, the comments and stuff are coming in. Josh said he had a couple issues with it. Um, I did have one kind of, oh, why did you do this? Um, so for, uh, for everybody listening, we got Green Bay Packers one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers two, Kansas City Chiefs three, Rams four, Patriots five, Tennessee Titans six, Bengals seven, Cowboys eight. Uh, Indianapolis Colts nine and then the Buffalo Bills 10 um, the Ravens are the only team from last week that did not make the cut come back this week um, and then our biggest jump was the Tennessee Titans moving up three spots and the Dallas Cowboys dropping three spots and we do have one new entry with the Cincinnati Bengals Jamar Chase and them Joe Burr um, at number seven so uh, my thing is why are the Titans so low they if they win on sunday this sunday they all they have to do is win and they clinch the number one seed in the afc they were dead they've been down their best player derrick henry aj brown like josh said earlier i had him on my fantasy team in the fucking fantasy fuck-ups league fuck all you niggas because had i had him i was coming for <laughs> niggas heads aj brown aj brown was in and out of the lineup of well he was out for a straight month um and then julio jones uh, is old man jenkins now why mm-hmm. are they so low? I don't think they're that low. Like, and Six. they're they're, you, they're getting <laughs> they're getting ugly wins. Um, I mean, they they were impressive against Miami. Don't get me wrong; they blew them out. Um, they were very impressive. But last week against San Fran, and I was watching that. We were all watching that game. It yeah. was Saturday night or Thursday night, I believe. Yeah, came from behind. Like they like squeaked it out. Um, good win. Before that, they lost to Pittsburgh. Um, only put up thirteen points. And then they beat Jacksonville twenty to zero. Like they've had a good year. They they got they had that streak in October and November where they won five straight, or this is five or six. This is six straight. Excuse me. Um, so that's where a bulk of their wins are coming from. As of late, they haven't been too impressive. I mean, they're three and three over their last six. So I don't think that, and I definitely don't think that they're better than New England. If they lined it up with New England, New England's winning, as we saw earlier in the year. Um, and then the rest of the teams, I believe, are the Chiefs is the only other AFC team that I have my head of, and. I don't think none of us think that they're better than the Chiefs. So, I mean, who would you have them over? Fair enough. 
I mean, who would you have him over? I mean, maybe Los Angeles, maybe the Rams. Only thing, only reason I'm saying is I think out of every team on the list, I think that they have over overachieved the most, all things considered. When we bring into the fact of who their personnel is, they don't have a top ten quarterback. I do not think Ryan Tannehill is top ten, and they've been down their best. I think. AJ Brown's their second best player, and Derrick Henry's their first best player. And they've been down their their two best players for you know a quarter of the season, um, or more if you consider Henry. So, but I'm once you put it that way, it, it's 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 hard. Just like when we talk about awards and NBA All Stars and things of that nature, you know, who if you're gonna take somebody out, who are you gonna put them over? I can't put them over Green Bay. I can't put them over Tampa. I can't put them over the Chiefs. My maybe think, the Rams. Maybe the Rams, and then the Patriots. Possibly, but no, because the Patriots are seven and two in their last nine. So fair enough. That was my only like true, real uh, gripe with it. Um, I'm glad the Bengals are, you know, the Bengals are uh, to me, they're five and four in their last nine. They've had some ugly home losses, um, but to see them here as a new entry, that's cool. Jamar Chase, I'm glad that he if, if, if he doesn't win off his player of the year, off his rookie of the year. We 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 gonna have to march. we have to riot. We we gonna have to call the NAACP <laughs> and march down. hundred percent and march down to the White House and have some talks about Roger Goodell. But Josh, uh, you told me when we when we first got on the call, you had some issues with power rankings. State your issues, yeah. good sir. I got some, I got some beef. I think I think a lot of the teams that are on here deserve to be on here. I just feel like the order is all over the place. Like I feel like Tampa Bay is a little too high for me. Like I think Tampa is more like a four or five team to me, just only because like. They're inept of weapons, and all that their defense is literally falling apart. And they beat up a, a Jet team that's not very good. And it took them to the fourth quarter to make a comeback. It took Tom Brady to be Tom Brady to beat the Jets. That's not impressive to me. They lost to, to New Orleans a few weeks ago and put up a, a big old donut. So, I mean, I just feel like they they haven't been really going into the to the end of the season with <laughs> like with the ball rolling here. Um, yes, they have. Also, now, yay! Question: How did yes, they have? They've how did Tampa they've, Bay survive? They've won, they've won six. They've won six of their last seven. Their only but, loss was but New yeah, how did how did Tampa Bay survive staying in your top three after that New Orleans loss? Because that wasn't just a loss. That was a yeah, zero and a nine. That was pretty bad. It was, but what I took into account is their previous four weeks where they came off four straight wins. And then me also understanding, going back to last year, the Saints always have their number. The Saints had their number earlier. They, they lost to the Saints earlier in the year. They're they're one in four against the Saints in the last two years. So that's just a divisional game that they, they just got their number, but it doesn't take away from the other six wins that they piled up over the last you know month or two. Yeah, but some of those wins include the Panthers, uh, the Falcons. They, they beat Buffalo. So, they beat the Colts, who were, that, who were trending upwards at that time. Like, they got some quality wins, not, not, any, not any more, any less than anybody beneath them. I just, feel like, I just feel like I don't know. I just don't consider them a top three team to me. Who would, me like, who, who would be over? Who would be over? I feel like I feel like um, Kansas City can can um, be over them, and I feel like um, obviously Green Bay, and I feel like it's an argument that New England is up there too, just because of how their defense is playing. And although they're they they have Mac Jones, they're still playing really well. So so if they so so if the Buccaneers and Patriots lined it up, who's winning? The Buccaneers right now. Right now. I think the Patriots win that, bro. Absolutely they, they not. Played, they played each other earlier this year at full strength. Well, maybe not at full strength, but Tom Brady definitely had way more weapons than he did right now. And that was a very close game. And it was raining the entire game. It was pouring down. I mean, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cold in Foxborough if you go there. 
Cold and rain is two different things. You can you can throw in the cold. You, it's hard to throw in the rain. All I'm saying know. is that the 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 Bucks are absolutely. I mean, I I hear what you're saying as far as the Chiefs being over them. Chiefs just coming off a loss um, and a, and a bad one at that, um, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think I don't think any of those other teams are you playing think the Bengals. You think so? Do you th- you think the Bengals are a bad loss? My homie, my I homie, think the way I think I would, the way they lost. Yes. I think the Bills shouldn't be in, in the top ten. I feel like Arizona should should take their spot. Just just depending, well, really well, based the, off the what bi- Kyler Murray has been doing. Well, the Bills I just feel are, like the, I, he has to be. The Bills aren't here to stay in these power rings. They're they're falling. Yeah, out. okay. I'm, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah they're, they they dropped three spots. They yeah. they on the way out. They they on the and way the out. Colts, the Colts and Dallas are fringe teams too because Dallas has not been playing well at all. Dallas so. is such an interesting team to me, bro. It's like I said it last week. You Dallas got the best team on paper to me in the league. Yeah, yeah. on paper. Best I think it's I think it's just because they get hyped up for games that they know they're supposed to win, <laughs> and then with games they're not too sure about. I don't know. Like I just, just don't, I just don't get it, bro. You have an you have an above average quarterback, above average running backs. You have great wide receivers. You did lose Gallup. Offensive was, line. You got a great offensive line, and you got a stud defense, bro. You got mm-hmm. a top five. D, you got two. You got two depoy candidates and the runaway you got a generational fucking linebacker micah parsons i just yeah. don't understand bro you gotta have you, you can only blame the coach for so much too yeah you got an offensive coordinator who ain't gonna be there next season because the the, the team's gonna be throwing Nathan the bag at kellen moore i'll tell you that right now um, i actually think he's gonna stay because he wants that dallas job so like he's waiting for Mike McCarthy to get the boot so he can get it. He can inherit that. Well, hey, if, if, if only reason he stays is by his own <laughs> fucking attrition. But um, I just don't get it, bro. I don't. They're such an interesting team, bro. They're so interesting. Yeah. I I don't know. It's if I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be frustrated as fuck because just underperformances, underperformances, and right now at the playoffs started today. Um, let me see who they play. Cardinals. Ooh. And we just saw the game. Cardinals are not a tough out. I feel like the Cardinals should definitely be like a, the number nine or ten team. Uh, ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Because without even with Yao DeAndre Hopkins, they're a team that you don't want to play. They have a really tough defense and Kyler Murray just makes plays. Yeah. Like even even Dallas did that <laughs> Dallas game this past weekend. They they played them tough. So yeah, right. So yay, right now at the playoffs started, y'all play the Rams. How do you feel about that? We've talked about the Ooh. Bucks. We've talked about y'all playing the Cowboys. How do you feel about the Rams? They're not my favorite matchup, but they're probably my third favorite, um, just because Matthew Stafford has been playing like like shit. I don't I don't even know who to compare him to. Right, he, he's he's been playing, I, I, he's been playing like Trevor Lawrence lately. I mean, he's <laughs> throwing, I mean, he's he's get, he's giving you at least two turnovers a game. Um, but at the end of the day, that that's a team who is well coached. Um, has great two great weapons on the outside in OBJ and um, Cooper Cup, um, or in the slot if some people want to say that. Um, and they, you know, they got Aaron Donald, Jalen Rand, like they, they they got all the stars. Yeah, they could click it. at they could click yeah. at any time and put us to rest. Um, but I, I I'm down for whoever. I'm down for Tom. I, I I don't care. I think that we have a chance against any team. I, I don't think there's any. Tom. Yeah. I think we could beat Tom too. Amen. I think we could be. I think we could beat any team that we would face in the in the wild card weekend. And I do think. I think Eagles fans everywhere. <laughs> I think. I think the sports world as a whole. We owe y'all an apology. 
Um, yes. I think a lot of people wrote y'all off. Josh, you were one of them. You wrote, <laughs> niggas wrote yes. the Eagles off. Uh, and I think I the person that uh, that deserves the biggest apology is Kevin Sirianni. Um, Nick Sirianni. My fault. Nick Sirianni deserves an apology. Um, he came in, and a lot of it was by his own fault because he came in like SpongeBob, real loud and just fucking irritating. But clearly, the locker room respects him. The front office respects him. Jalen Hurts, 26 touchdowns. I think he has 4,000 all-purpose yards. I would like to see him be more of, you know, I don't want to sound like a fucking Fox News pundit, like more of a passer, but fuck it. If it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it, nigga. Well, he'll um, get there. He'll get there. Yeah, man, but I hope that Jalen Hurts is, I, I hope a, a lot of the doubts and stuff can be assuaged. Uh, I think, you know, him getting that playoff win would be huge for not only his confidence, but like the long-term confidence of NFL fans and the Eagles fan base in him as the leader of the franchise. Um, but yeah, man, y'all clinched the playoff berth. Didn't see that shit coming whatsoever, but hey, here we are. Um, two and five, man, two and five. Two and five, man. Josh, I hope that the Giants can some of that magic rubs off for next year. Are y'all no, giving are are y'all giving Saquon a bag this summer? There's no way not. they do that shit. <laughs> Nick, I hope not. Yeah, you think there's I, no I fucking think, way the Giants think, make a bad decision? I, I, I don't think I don't think they would make something as, as egregious as that would be. I don't think now, they would. No, no, no. Question, question, I think Josh. You can get like six or seven million a year, though. I think he gets tagged. Oh. Tag is probably like twelve million, probably. Yeah, it's that's, one year. That's exactly what it is, but it's and it's one year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that, but I mean, and yeah, and John, I think I don't like anything my team is doing right now. It's trending up, man. I think y'all are definitely in a very. Um, Y'all are in a very advantageous position going into the offseason. Y'all got those, <clears throat> y'all got those two draft, those two first round draft picks, um, two top ten draft picks, uh, excuse me. Um, and I think that you throw that shit, you talk sweet nothings into the GM's ear of the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> and you see with Russell Wilson, hey, Big Apple, we have streets and we have nightlife. We have look at all these dating spots for you and Sierra to go to. <laughs> actually, <laughs> or, actually, or they really can keep them, bro. I actually really don't even want Russell. I prefer Deshaun Watson over Russell Wilson. Either one, <laughs> either one, nigga. Yeah. They, you know what both of them niggas have in common? They're better than Daniel Jones by a fucking yeah. country mile and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say they had to go for one of those guys. Like, I I would sit with my picks. And I, I would take Desmond Ritter from uh from Cincy and let him sit for a year, you know, let him play, you know, midway through the season and just start over is from he, there. Is he that guy to you? <laughs> I mean, he's better than what they have. And I, I just don't I don't see them making a bold move like going after one of these big quarterbacks. I don't see them. I don't I don't think they got the balls to do it. Just keeping it a stack. The Giants have never made big splash trades or anything of that nature. They've never been in those type of conversations, so I don't think it's going to happen now. I think they're going to probably sit and then draft a guy. The only reason I disagree is because we're definitely going to have a change at the helm this offseason. Dave Gettleman is out of here. So I feel like the new GM is probably going to come in and make a a statement because I feel like Daniel Jones is definitely not the quarterback for the future, especially, like, I I figured there could be a chance of him being the quarterback of the future if Dave Gettleman was still the GM, but I don't 
I don't really see that happening. I don't I don't think any other GM thinks that Daniel Jones is the guy. So I feel like they're going to move on and try and make a big splash move. Because I really think the Giants are a quarterback away from at least being in playoff contention. I won't say that will be an, a Super Bowl team, but our team has a good foundation outside of an offensive line and a, and a stable running back right now from being – from being a reasonably a reasonably good team. I think our defense could be top 10 on our best days. It's just, I don't know, sometimes coaching decisions are not always the best, but I feel like Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson could really, really make, could change the franchise for sure. I was watching Deshaun highlights today. That nigga nice. Yeah. <laughs> Point Blake. <laughs> I forgot how good he was. Yeah, I, I forgot how good he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I forgot how good he was, bro. Um, but before we uh, get out of here, man, let's pick on some very important NFL games for week 18. Um, uh, not only that, but uh, let's also pick on the college football playoff uh, game that will be next Monday before we record again. Um, so let's get to that first. College football playoff uh, was boring as fuck. Um, to keep it <laughs> light, Cincinnati <laughs> did exactly what happened, what we thought would happen, and they got yeah. tore to shreds by yeah, Alabama. They got smoked, and then Michigan got put uh, top shelf exotic um, by Georgia. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to do anything anyway. I don't believe hey, it. Hey, man, yay, resident college football playoff or college football aficionado, man. Is this good for college football, for there to really be – only two teams outside of the SEC that we go into every year feeling that has a chance to win the national championship, Ohio State and Clemson. Only two non-Southern teams. So that's not just SEC, but we're talking Texas, Oklahoma, et cetera, et cetera. Two teams not from the South have won the college football championship or BCS championship too since 2004, I think. Ohio State and Clemson. Well, Clemson's not considered a South. It's a South. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Clemson, South. No, 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 I'm sorry. Ohio State. What was the other fucking team? I, I feel like, did Oregon not get one? Oregon no, didn't Oregon didn't get, get one. one. It's Ohio, only two teams. I think it's Ohio State twice. It might be. Since when? Since 2004, I think. Yeah, then it would be Ohio State twice. It's Ohio State twice. Is this good for, like, the product? Because you can't, you know, some people will say, hey, we got to take it from four teams to eight. But if you take four teams to eight, you're going to have more players opting out. You're going to have more blowouts. And you're also going to have more risk for injury. You know what I'm saying? You know, we just saw what happened with um with with, with Corral this past weekend. Yep, you know, sure did. I hope his yeah. draft stock isn't, in, in, you know, isn't impacted. But is this good? Like, what, <clears throat> what happens, man? We saw Michigan have a great year. They win the Big Ten. They beat Ohio State at the Big House beat the you know they, they they go to the college football playoff and then they get smacked in the face by georgia not only that but rumors have surfaced that uh john uh jim harbaugh is uh, uh giving the sexy eyes to the oakland raiders job um and somebody made a good point to me and i was like what i was like why would you want to leave a great comfy college football job for an NFL job and somebody made a good point they were like well as you get older your job being traveling to recruit teenagers you know all year and then Ooh. losing when you know in reality Oakland has a brand new facility a lot of fucking money etc cetera, etc cetera. It could be more attractive for a coach like Jim, who's been around the block. He's getting up there in age. You know, his priorities might be a little different now. But my back to my original question, is this good for college football? 
so to answer your question, is it good for college football? Yes. I mean, it's been fine for college football for the last, you know, 15 years. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like we want to see the best, we want to see the best teams play and the pro and pro sports go through the same thing. Well, not so much NFL, but NBA does for sure. Um, you know, it's usually five, you know, four or five year stretch where it's the same two teams in the, in the finals every year, Cavs, Warriors, you know, Lakers were always in it. We really um, got Cavs Warriors four straight years. That yeah, shit and like, like that shit feels like and, a fucking lucid dream. <laughs> and nobody had a problem with it because at the end of the day, you want to see the best versus the best. At the end of the day, ben, the the South is putting out the best because that's where the best football is. That's where they don't give a damn if you have a two GPA, you getting on the field. Like they don't. They, football <laughs> is life in the South. It's like as we know in Friday Night Lights. Football yeah. is the it's is the, the south. world. They said it's if you the they so said if your if your linemen ain't eating grits with their hands, you might as well not even sign up for the season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think it's a bad I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think people will ever get tired of seeing Alabama, um, and you know Georgia making a, a splash every now and again is good. Um, so I, I don't think it's bad at all. As far as Jim Harbaugh, I understand what their point was as far as being older and all that stuff. But I'll tell you, high-profile guys like Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh, um, you know Lincoln Kelly, Riley, Lincoln Riley. Th- they're not they're not traveling that much. They're going to go see three or four guys on their top on the, at the at the top of their list. At that, um, they're they're not going. They're not traveling to traveling the country as much as you know those assistant coaches and guys are traveling. Um, I just think for him, he understands that. Had it not been things, had they had he lost to Ohio State this year, he would have absolutely gotten fired. Um, and so I think he understands this was a magical year. It probably won't happen again. And you'll <laughs> probably take two more L's to Ohio State these next two years, and then you're gonna get the boot. And State, and they, what's they, the name? They, they and reloaded. Mark Davis and Mark Davis, they vo- they got to void that John uh Gruden contract, so he can throw the bag. At uh at, at Jim Harbaugh, he can give him eight, nine, you know, nine, ten million dollars a year. So it, it might be good bread for him too. Facts and hey, Ohio State about to reload and Jigba, dog. Exactly. Dog. They wide receiver room so damn deep. Um, yeah. But, uh, at college football playoff, anybody got Georgia winning? No way. I don't. No. <laughs> I don't. Um, we got this week the important, impactful games. Uh yeah oh y'all play on Saturday y'all play the Cowboys Saturday night are y'all gonna play your starters? This Probably is not. We we, we yeah, got I'll we be. got hit with we got hit with the COVID bug and again it doesn't really <laughs> eh, not necessarily get we ain't never really get hit with it but we got we got twelve players in protocol right now so okay. we're probably just gonna sit most guys so let's pick but Dallas the, is playing their starters though let's pick on the games that actually mean something and there aren't many. To be yeah. honest, um, well, there kind of are, but a lot of them is like one sided. Um, I doubt the Buccaneers play their starters. They play the Panthers this week. Um, Patriots and Dolphins in Miami. Oh, Patriots for sure. Yeah, I don't. Dolphins don't really have anything to play for unless they want to play Florida. Yeah, Jets and Bills in Buffalo. Bills, Bills for sure. Bills, yeah, same. Yeah. Really the same scenario. Um, <laughs> Steelers and Ravens. Both teams need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. I think Steelers. I think the Ravens are going to get it done. I think the Ravens get it done only because the Steelers looked like pure shit last night, bro. It was I feel bad. like they're going to want to do it. I feel like they're going to want to do it for Ben, though. 
Fuck that. I think I think and I and I think the Ravens will just as equally want to keep Ben out of the playoffs. <laughs> hey, what speaking <laughs> of the Ravens, bro? Um, one other contract that's kind of flew under the radar. How many years and what how much money are you giving Lamar, all things considered, since their offseason most likely starts next week? Like seven years, three fifty, something like that. Huh? That was a really weird that was a weird number. I mean wow. I mean like that's it's it's Josh Allen got like seven years, two fifty or whatever the hell he got. He I did think. not get seven years, nigga. He got five. No, he got five, five. years, two fifty, whatever, got, whatever yeah. the number is. Yeah, because bro, seven years, like three fifty is fifty million a year. Yeah, you give Lamar Jackson fifty million. Yeah, you're wild. You're wild. You would give him fifty million, Josh, over yeah, seven I would, years. I think, I think. Well, maybe not seven years, but maybe I'm gasping for seven years. But like, all right, I probably do that for four years. I'll give him like four years, two hundred. Okay, four, four years, two hundred. Okay, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. That, that's I a big gassing, difference. I was gassing. Eight, you were yeah, gassing, yeah, bro. Was, yeah, it was, I was high four perfect. years. So wait, because jo- Josh Allen got uh five years uh with incentives and all that bullshit, he can get up to two eighty. I don't think so. I'm just because like I'm giving him athletic time. I'm giving him the same thing Josh Allen got. Okay, fair enough. And just, that's really just based off like just that's what the market's going. I'm gonna have to pay him that. You don't, but no. What do you want to pay him? Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> want to pay him. I would want to pay him five years, hundred eighty, two hundred. Because I gotta build. I, I gotta. I gotta him. build around. I gotta build around him. Um, I, I gotta have an I gotta have an offensive line for him. He's not a guy who can perform well without an offensive line because of his run game. Um, and I'm gonna have to pay. I'm gonna have to leave some bread over for a backup because <laughs> he, he seems a little he trending towards a little reckless, and he's very reckless with his body. And that nigga don't want to get taking a hit. He loves he, taking a hit. Bro. He don't. He don't want to get the vaccine. Like he a little too reckless. Lamar, for me, so I got, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, man. bro. So uh, I'm gonna need to say some bread for the insurance, man. Oh man, and also let's say some bread to maybe go get this nigga fucking receiver. He got he got it. He uh Julio Hollywood Brown is and Rashad Bateman is gonna develop <laughs> to be plenty for him. Um Colts Jaguars in Jacksonville. Colts. Colts, yeah. I'm gonna go Colts. I wanna I wanna go for the spoiler. Jaguars are just too fucking bad, bro. Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. They're bad, they're bro. You got to be a shit organization to get the number one overall pick two years in a row. You think they're gonna get du- get that Duvernay boy or uh, Hutchinson? Hutchinson for sure. Facts. Yeah, I think Hutchinson. Um, Washington Giants doesn't matter. Bears Vikings doesn't matter. Packers Lions doesn't matter. <laughs> Gi- Giants Washington doesn't matter. I need us to lose. We need the higher draft. If that's what you need to happen, the game doesn't matter, Josh. <laughs> And well, honestly, okay. well, if y'all walking Mike Glennon back out there, y'all gonna lose. Nah, he, he, he's done. We got Jake Fromm. Mike if y'all Glennon's walking Jake Fromm ending. out there, y'all gonna lose. Yeah, now nah, Jake Fromm is pretty bad too, bro. <laughs> Hey, nah, um, he had he had like one or two throws. But I was like, okay, he might have something. And but then, then the game, nah. yeah, the no. game that's gonna keep me up Saturday night. I'm gonna be throwing up, spitting, puking, sliding down the wall. Chargers Raiders in Las Vegas Sunday night football. Loser goes home. Winner makes the playoffs. Josh Jacobs is gonna run down y'all. Well, he's been he's been going on a nice little uh, little streak recently. This is a this is a huge game. Um, huge game. This is a huge game for Justin Herbert. 
I think it's a huge game for Derek Carr. Um, I think for Derek Carr, it's career implicating or it has career implications um, because if he doesn't get this win, I think they could, you know, if they, you know, obviously bring in a new coach, all that stuff, I think they could move off of him. Um, and then for Justin Herbert, you know, he's a guy who I consider, you know, friend, you know, top five. I, I think he's at that five spot. I think it's time for him to prove all the hype around him because we know the talent is there. We know he has all he can make every throw, do all that. He's a he's a guy you build in the lab. It's time for him to go out there and perform and put his team on his back and, and go win and get in the playoffs. As simple as that. Simple as that. Win. And you know what? Yeah. None, of, none of this shit would matter if we had just beat the Houston Texans. Yeah. <laughs> none of this would matter. We would be 10 and 6 right now with a clinched. I think we'd have the sixth seed clinched. None of this would matter. But you know what? It is what it is. I'm, I'm only nervous because it's very hard to beat division rivals two times in one season. And we've already yeah. beaten we've already beaten the Raiders twice. I mean, once. We beat the shit out of them on Monday Night Football. But for some reason, them niggas had every reason to fucking fall apart this season, and they didn't. <laughs> and I'm surprised I, they're still here. I have a slim feeling that one of the teams, if not both, something COVID is going to happen. Something is going Don't to change. That. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I just have that. a feeling like it would just be so fitting that something happens where COVID interrupts it. I really hope that both teams are you know clear to COVID stuff. But I just have a feeling something is going to happen. Hey, man, we're going to see. But yo, that's our show, man. We do this every single Wednesday. Uh, Josh, thank you for stepping in. You know what I'm saying? Also, Josh, we're doing shot clock this Saturday if you're not fucking busy. Um, come back. Get, get it back in blood. Yeah, um, I might come back and uh, get my face back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, like you can catch us anywhere on any, anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, be sure to leave us a review and a rating and we'll catch you all next week. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Run it. Run it. Style it. I'm in front of a pit, not the palace. I gotta run it. Style it. Hit on the gas, make it growl it. Jump in the coupe with no mileage. Came from the struggle. I had to hustle. Get out the muscle. This is no tussle. I don't gotta touch it. I get the B. I make it bubble. This is tough. Fresh out of payment. They bring the pain. I bring the payment. Throw it in the rain, man. I told you from day one, this was gonna be a tough move. I'm from the pit, not the palace. I'm kinda stylish. Lifestyle lavish. Jump in the coupe with no mileage. Run it, style it. I'm from the pit, not the palace. I gotta run it, style it. Hit on the gas, make it growl it. Jump in the coupe with no mileage. Hey, hey, B, man. You had them three little boys. Man, God just gave you another son, man. You've been out the game for over a year. You put up big numbers, but you know the greatest number is loving them four young boys that look up to you more than anybody else. Keep balling, keep working, but keep being loved and love the ones that love you.